Hello and welcome to the very final Search for the Worst of Broken Picture podcast, a podcast where we have been looking at the very highs and the very lows of cinema. I'm Amy. I'm Brad. And I'm Daniel. And today we are talking about our kind of DIY epic failure of a talking cat and the snowman. And we were supposed to do Turks in Space, and we'll talk about that in the episode. As mentioned, today we are going to be talking about A Talking Cat, which was released in 2013, directed by David DeCoteau under a different pseudonym because Mm -hmm. he directs some softcore adult films and uh, Mm -hmm. uses an alias when he directs Children's Fair. Uh, And that came out in 2013. It features the voice of Eric Roberts as a talking cat. Fuck yeah, it does. Uh, That's the only notable name in the thing. And then we also did The Snowman from 2017. Oh, that was from 2013, by the way. The talking cat. Mm. Uh, The Snowman came out in 2017. Stars Michael Fassbender, Rebecca Ferguson, Charlotte Gainsbourg. uh, Directed by Thomas Alfredson and based on a book by Joe Nesbo. Um, and then we were supposed to do Turks in Space, mm-hmm. which we have talked about on this podcast before and is the sequel, apparently, to Turkish Star Wars, which we also discussed on the podcast at great length. One of the greatest movies ever made, in my opinion. Truly. And uh, <clears throat> despite having that file on my computer for, well, basically since we started this podcast, <laughs> I never bothered to check and see if it had subtitles on the file. Guess what? It didn't. Mm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, we couldn't, and we couldn't find any. We couldn't find any subtitle files anywhere on the internet. We did scrub through. We saw one scene where a man puts a space helmet on another man as he's smoking a cigarette, gives him a smooch on the cheek, <laughs> and then takes his cigarette out and sends him out into space. Yeah, it was a wild ride. Yeah. I, man, I, <laughs> I know I would have loved that movie. I know. Like, man. I know. I, I only wish we could have done it. But alas, it remains a mystery for us. Forever. Forever. Well, maybe not forever. Maybe someday we'll find maybe someday. a real copy. Yeah. But for, in the, for the purposes of this podcast, it remains a mystery. For yeah. sure. We did a double feature of these films back to back. Do we just want to jump right in on uh, <laughs> how we felt at the end of this day? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I'll be honest. At the end of A Talking Cat, I felt pretty happy. Uh, I like kind of really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was like, I mean, yeah, it's awful in so many ways. Yes. But like thoroughly enjoyable in an awful way that I haven't quite experienced. Nice. In yeah. It's been a while. In a while, yeah. Since we've had one that doesn't feel like a total chore. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To sit exactly. <clears throat> yeah. And, and it was such an interesting juxtaposition to the snowman because I actually thought that a talking cat did some things better <laughs> than the snowman. <laughs> like I honestly like cared more for the characters in a talking cat. Like I was, oh, I, was wow. I was interested in their story arcs. I thought they actually had consistent traits. That that's th- true. An internal logic that like they're the characters were flat as hell. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. They're not <laughs> nuanced characters, but at least they're consistent. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, I don't even know what the motivations really were yeah. in the snowman because there's just so many missing parts to that movie. Yeah. Like, there's like, just these, these gaps that just are inexplicable. And by the end of it, it makes no sense why what happened happened. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it really doesn't. Like a talking cat at least knew what it was. For sure. Like, they were like, yeah, this is a dumb movie. <laughs> it's a dumb kind of, like, kids movie. Yeah. And also, we just have, like, a clearly drunk 
Uh, oh guys, <laughs> Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts. Yeah. Oh my, and that that alone just like outshines <laughs> anything that the snowman did. Yeah, let's be fucking honest. Like, so yeah, it was a pretty good double feature. It was pretty good, and I mean, it, it, they balanced each other out well because yeah. like this obviously a talking cat looks like fucking garbage because it's like shot on no budget. Yeah, and like the music is hilarious <laughs> and yeah. the so stock. Uh, and the snowman, it does actually have money behind it, so it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, there are some like pretty cool gnarly scenes in there. Yeah. Uh, but like the actual story and everything is just so utterly broken. Yeah. So it actually, cause, yeah, I don't know, they got a good balance between the two. Yeah, I felt like a talking cat was like a kids' movie, but made with all the same resources of a softcore porn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like a rented, empty Hollywood mansion. Uh, like some some okay cameras, yeah. Bad lighting, bad mm-hmm. sound. Well, bad like music. I said to you guys on the day, I'm not convinced that David Ducato does not own that home because having yeah. seen some of his other films, <laughs> they're all filmed there. Yeah. So I, yeah, maybe he does. Yeah. I think he owns that property. Yeah. Great. Well, I mean, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's just him. like you know, you've 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 got certain uh, I guess tools in your bag. As a filmmaker, depending on <laughs> what kind of quality you want to go for, yeah. So the uh, the uh, porn tools were the I think the implements yeah. used in this <laughs> monstrosity. <laughs> oh yeah, what did you guys think though? Oh, I I mean I'd seen a talking cat before. Yeah. Um, and fun fact for our listeners, I purchased this on DVD for this podcast. Yeah. I, believe the, I believe it was the last copy available it, on Amazon.ca. It, it was indeed. <laughs> uh, so I own it forever, and I'm thrilled about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Snowman. the snowman was, uh, it could have been, that one was more frustrating because it, it could have and should have been good. Mm. Um, especially because we all looked around the room when we finished watching it and said, like, I'd read that book. Yeah, oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, totally. I think that there's, if there's a lot left on the cutting room floor, then there's probably some really interesting stuff in that book. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. been well reviewed. It was a bestseller in the 80s. For sure. And there was no reason why it couldn't be a very enjoyable read. And so for the movie to be so kind of flat and it only really had a couple of scenes of like magically bad, um, mm-hmm. like when Michael Fassbender is reviewing a, two two crime scene photos and he says to the officer yeah. on duty, he goes, can I keep these? And the guy goes, no. And then there's a beat. And Fassbender goes, can I keep these? And he just goes, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, that's amazing. I love that that, that was, exists that in this movie. Totally, yeah. But there's too few moments like that. I think yeah. we should. I think we should give the snowman the respect it deserves and call him by his character's name, Inspector Harry Hole. <laughs> Inspector Harry Hole. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, there was plenty of low-hanging fruit with that name oh, yes. while we were watching Seriously. that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep, the whole abides. The um, whole abides. So we talk about the plots of these movies really quickly before we dive in too deeply. Sure, yeah. Amy, we what can, happened? Yeah, we can try. <laughs> yeah, so a talking cat's... Get, actually, I think the snowman's going to be more challenging than a talking cat. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we'll start, we'll start with the talking cat. Um, there's, there's a cat named Duffy <laughs> who can talk. Mm-hmm. He yeah. can only talk to a human once. And there's two families that live kind of on the other side of like a, a hill or a mountain somewhere in, in Los Angeles. I'm not really clear on the geography. I don't think the movie is either. No. But we have one rich family, one working class family. And they're both kind of at like some crossroads and there's some tension. Um, the, the rich family is a father and son. The father's just retired, doesn't really know what to do with his time, doesn't really know how to spend time with his kid. Um, and then the working class family, the mom is struggling to make ends meet. She has one daughter who really wants to go to business school. It's mm-hmm. all she ever talks about. 
She won't shut up about business school. <laughs> and her son, who's like a little bit more like willing to help around the house and just like kind of take life as it happens. He's mm-hmm. uh, a handyman. He's a handyman. Loves a drill. <laughs> <laughs> Works on that fence. <laughs> Works on that single post on that single fence. The whole movie. <laughs> So Duffy ends up uh, kind of bringing these families together and helps them out with all their problems. Uh, the rich boy learns how to swim, which was preventing him from getting with the girl that he likes because she just she wanted to go swimming every time she came over. Yeah. yeah. And he was too embarrassed to tell her that he couldn't swim. Uh, we have retiree dad who doesn't really know what to do with his time, who can help out business school daughter uh, on her coding. Coding a fashion app. A fashion yep. app. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the working class mom who uh, needed an oven to make her cheese puffs. And God, her th- and her fucking cheese <laughs> puffs. Yeah. Thank God, right. rich family has two ovens so they could make the cheese puffs. Mm-hmm. Um, the the working class kid uh, taught the rich boy how to swim. So he's helping out somebody, making himself feel valuable, I guess. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, he also, sorry, the, the boy can swim, but also he dresses better because he, he used does the, dress the better. girl's fashion app yes. yeah. by scanning everything in with a book light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a really beautiful scene where the dad and the son scan every article of clothing just with a clip-on book light. Yes. And like, we, yeah. we watch them scan every article of yeah. clothing. It was yeah. a very long, it yeah. was clearly <laughs> padded out. <laughs> like, time, the, for the sure. idea, I think the idea behind the app was like you put in all the clothes you have and then it tells you what outfit looks best. Yes. Yeah, so to input that information you've scanned the clothes <laughs> with a reading light. Which is basically just the app, by the way, that Cher has in Clueless on her computer when she's clicking oh, yeah? through her clothes. Oh, yeah, she has every article of clothing, and then like there's a top and a bottom, and you see, like it says what matches and what doesn't. Nice. So stealing ideas. Stealing ideas from Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and Duffy also brings the parents together. Yes. To yes. find love with yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, but that's basically it. There's no. There's no villain. There's no tension really. Uh, at one point, Duffy does get hit by a car. Mm. But he's perfectly fine. There's like this little piece of gauze just slightly wrapped around his <laughs> like forehead. a shawl, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like, like a little, little gauze shawl. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, and they they have to go into the woods to find his original collar, I think, which looks like a crown of thorns, like what Jesus would wear, <laughs> oh, like yeah. a little cat yeah. Jesus, yeah, 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 because yeah. he's apparently dying, even though the cat is perfectly fine. Yeah, uh, and that brings him back to life. Yeah, there's some like religious, like second coming, like. <laughs> <laughs> Undertone. Yeah, Kirk Cameron shows up. <laughs> Gets wild. Um, I don't. I th- am I missing anything? I think that's basically it. No, that's, that's by and large it. Yeah. I. I yeah. I, I want to di- just dissect more of it, honestly, because yeah. I think there's a few things like going back to the characters. Like when I said before that they're like really flat. I think you brought up a great example of that, which is the girl who that guy is tutoring. Yes. All she wants to do, her only motivation in the entire movie (laughs) is to go swimming. swimming. And maybe she's into the guy, but she really only wants to go swimming. Well, she wanted, she needed tutoring, right, for English? Yes, she needed English tutoring, but she didn't really seem to care when she got there. She saw the pool and that was it. Totally. All bets were off. Yeah. And like, but that's consistent. Like, her character is very consistent. She just wants to go swimming. And the other girl is the the coding girl who makes the fashion app very consistent just wants to go to business school and like yep. have a successful app yep. yeah and like i genuinely think that like the characters mixed and matched in like fun ways just like the yeah. fact that like the coder dad uh ended up helping the, yeah. the daughter and like the way these families blended together was actually like kind of enjoyable yeah and for all sure. thanks to duffy and all thanks to duffy who's also <laughs> 
just a gem, just a wonderful <laughs> thing in this film. Yes. Because also the cat's mouth, to be clear, is animated so poorly. Yes. Yeah. Just like, I don't know, it just like is a black little like three keyframe animated yeah. like mouth that opens and closes. It, it just opens it sounds like how a mouth should work, but it really does just go up and down. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and um and of course Eric Roberts knocks it out of the park with his performance. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, is okay. apparently recorded in fifteen minutes on yeah. a cell phone. Yes. At the director's house, I believe. Yes. As so if, probably at the house featured in the movie. Probably at the house featured in the movie. He probably yeah. sat in that little car. Oh. All his lines. <laughs> okay, yeah. The, the, fur, the furniture in this big mega mansion is oh my out God. of control. <laughs> I've truly never seen anything like yeah, it before. No, it's super weird. In my life, there's a couch that's, or it's a love seat that's like just the back of a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this statue that's like this. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's wearing high heels. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. cannot put into like I I wish a podcast was a visual medium right now. We could just show you photos of this home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's fucking wild. It's super wild. If you've ever seen a porn, that's what it looks like. <laughs> but like, but like, but more empty, childish, like, like empty, clean house. Yeah, yeah. Everything's kind of white. A lot of very, sunlight. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway. So yeah, like I, th- I think there's like uh, so many little things like that that make it just like actually a deeply enjoyable watch. Yeah, um, and it's also it's only 85 minutes, and like we said, there's some padding in there. There's uh, sure as is we've discovered, I think over the course of doing this show, uh, a bad movie hallmark, which is that we watch a car drive for a really long Holy time. Holy shit! <laughs> so many car. It was like a Lawrence of Arabia, like in the desert kind of thing, except yeah. with a car. <laughs> My favorite part of that was when Brad looked at me and as soon as the car like hit the road. Brad turned to me. And goes, oh my god, Amy! How long is this gonna go on for? <laughs> and they went on for several more shots. I'm pretty sure going. you learned your lesson after Birdemic, I think. So, I guess. super Fair. fucking if, if I like a bad movie, there's a good chance there's a long driving scene. <laughs> um, I also like the thing that's kind of interesting about it too, though, is that um, it, it also has this weird undertone in the movie that makes it clear to me, or I get the sense that it was ma- clearly made by a dad. Um. Yeah. I don't know if this guy's actually a father. I don't know. But like yeah, but a middle-aged man because some of the stuff that Duffy the cat says has this kind of like kids these days and their electronic devices uh mm. you know have no respect for nature blah 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 right. like kind of rhetoric to it. Right. So they're like it's very light. I don't want to say this film is making any sort of like you know deep sweeping like social commentaries no, or absolutely not. but there's sort of that like surface level like the cat is like I don't understand how humans and their little beeping machines and they have no respect <laughs> yeah. going yeah. outside and enjoying blah blah yeah. and so it kind of has that which I thought was kind of just an interesting like little angle that's just like shoved in there yeah. a little bit I wish this yeah. was a visual medium because um, when Dan does the voice of Duffy he turns his hands into little paws yeah. and, I, and, I and he starts pretending to walk with them yeah, as I'm doing right now. <laughs> it's the only way to get into character for doing the Duffy this voice this is the only way I can I do my, my damn human my, my Eric outside. Roberts uh, impression <laughs> I pretend to be a cat is Eric Roberts <laughs> yeah so that was kind of funny and also like Unexpected, but not surprising in its same way. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so it sounded so. Dan, you are doing a very good impression because he sounds <laughs> drunk. Like, you, like, oh my god! The yeah. The voice is like kind of muffled and like it, like it just sounds. He's slurring his words oh, at for... several points in time. Yeah. Very much so. Like clearly. Yeah. Yeah. 
which makes rough. it so funny. <laughs> That's by far the funniest part of the movie. Yeah, because then it's just like this drunk cat. That's just talking to people, being like, you just shims and breep him. He's going to talk to him. Doesn't he like direct the girl to a website for the coding guy? No, he just tell he just tells her to open her beeping machine. Oh yeah. Like yeah. go open your beeping machine. She's like, What? <laughs> go open your beeping machine. <laughs> he just like waddles out of the house. Yeah. Oh, also sorry, that reminds me. I know we're bopping all over the place. Oh my. Uh that reminds me the day for night. That oh, they yeah. did. Holy shit. It's just blue. <laughs> it's just so blue. Also, what about that cheese puff scene? Remember that <sighs> cheese puff scene? How could I forget? Yeah. Where, yeah. where like the mom like drops a plate of a tray of cheese puffs and the then she dad just, drops sorry, them. Dra- dad drops them. Yeah. And then somehow they're ruined. Yeah. And they were very important cheese puffs. They were puffs. very important they cheese were puffs. So important. For clients. For yeah. the clients. The investors' meeting was not going well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cheese puffs were going to save the day. The cheese yeah. puffs were doing a lot of the heavy lifting <laughs> in the investor meeting, apparently. <laughs> These must be amazing cheese puffs. Yeah. Which yeah. she says she makes, but I'm pretty sure she doesn't make any cheese puffs. She just gets the daughter to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's a fucking fraud. She yeah. is. Yeah, that catering business is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where was Duffy on that one? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't know, he probably, I don't know, walled off and fell asleep. Cheese and... puffs are bullshit. <laughs> Cats can't even eat dairy. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. But overall, I think it was kind of a joy. It was. Yeah, like when I pictured it in my mind, it's like it's at least like a bright movie. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's not, it, it wasn't a bummer to watch. No, no, no It was no, just no. sort of a fun trip. Yeah. Yeah. And and we we've said uh, Brad you especially felt like the dad was at least like given things a try. He was making choices. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he was certainly yeah, he thought how would I act in this scenario and then yeah. acted. So I'll give him that. Yeah. Do you think he bleached his hair for the role? No, I no. think he. Sh- I, think, oh, <laughs> I yeah. think he showed up on the day. <laughs> Come as you are. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure what's better. Probably, yeah. uh, I'm not sure. I like the f- idea that there's this old guy out there being like I think blonde is for me. <laughs> Character choice. Yeah, no, he was good. Like, I mean, he wasn't good, but yeah, he was. He, he was doing stuff. Yeah. You know. No, this is the thing about this movie is that like no one's good, but I don't think anyone felt depressed to be there. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because sometimes you can see that on their faces in a bad movie. Mm-hmm. But I think I don't know. Maybe maybe David Jacoteau is a really good director to work with. Like, he's just like a nice dude who's like, just give it your all, man. And that's what they <laughs> gave him. And he said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe the set was really fun to be on. I who's to say? Yeah. I mean, hopefully it was a very just like light kind of just like fun time. Oh, let's get a couple takes and. Have lunch. It's like I got some cheese puffs. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like. I hope it's like that. It it didn't seem like a high stress environment. No, it's a really fun bad movie to watch with your yeah. friends. Yeah. Yes, totally. I would. I would absolutely watch it again. Like yeah. this would be one mm. I would show people, being like, "Oh, this is a fun one. Yeah, this is a fun yeah, yeah, one yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Highly recommended if you want like kind of a crappy fun time." Yeah. Oh, uh, I was disappointed, though, that those two guys didn't fuck, though. Yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> really was, wanted the sons to there, get together. There was a hint of, like, yeah, you know, their romance. Um, I thought, because, like, it was the two boys teaching each other how to swim. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't go that way, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was too bad. I just wanted them to sort of, like... I don't know. I've kind of like a broke back mountain situation. <laughs> we all know what happens when two men go swimming together. <laughs> Always ends in one thing and one thing only. A talking cat. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, well, that's my only real criticism of the movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. Everything yeah. else is basically just fine. Uh, and on the other side of that coin. The snowman. Holy shit. Um, this is going to be a real tough Amy what happened, so I'm going to gloss over the surface, I think. Totally. Yeah. So we have Michael Fassbender, who's Inspector Harry Hole, as we mentioned. <laughs> uh, he is an alcoholic to the point where he, like, like, like a true alcoholic. Not the glamorous movie alcoholic, mm. like falls asleep on a public bench kind of alcoholic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and gets kicked. <laughs> <laughs> and then cuts away really fast. Kicked by yeah. a child. <laughs> um, oh, no, he gets kicked in that alley. I forgot. Yeah, yeah Not yeah. in the park. He gets kicked on the alley. That like, He scares that little girl in the park. <laughs> um, so he's, yeah, he's somehow an inspector with the police force. Um, yeah. And he has an ex-girlfriend in Charlotte Gainsbourg, uh, who he's still like kind of a father figure to her son, even though... We don't know who the kid's father is, even though it seems like it's going to be important. It never comes up. Like a lot um, of things in this movie. Yeah. She's moved on. She's with another guy. I cannot remember his name for the life of me. Um, New dad, let's call him. New dad. Hmm, that seems important. <laughs> <laughs> Given the role he plays. I know. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I know. Let's call him just New dad. Right, for I'll now. Call just call him New dad. New dad. <laughs> All right. Unless one of you wants to look it up quick on your phones. Um, <laughs> no, I like New dad. Starring <laughs> Zoe Deschanel. Okay. <laughs> uh, so she's with New dad, and he's this like pharmaceutical salesman. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have... I, I totally glossed over the cold open uh, of the film, which is that there's a boy who is living in this cabin with his mother, and this man shows up, and his name is, like, Uncle Simon or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so the kid's like, oh, Uncle Simon's here for my lessons, and the mom comes down, and uh, he's trying to quiz the boy on his history lessons, and then he gets something wrong. And so when he gets a question wrong, Uncle Simon hits the mom and, like, starts beating her up, mm-hmm. um, and then he uh, apparently rapes her and uh, then the kid and his mom get in a car after Uncle Simon drives away I guess to follow him it's unclear Yeah, and she ends up driving off the road onto a frozen lake and then the car sinks and the kid gets out of the car yeah. but she does not she just placidly <laughs> drowns in the car Yeah, and it's kind of funny it's very funny. She's yeah. got a goofy fucking look on her yeah, face. She's yeah. just kind of sitting back like, this is fine. I, yeah. I'm, I'm locking eyes with my son and I'm going to die. Yeah, she's like a human meme. Yeah. It's, it's truly something. Yeah. Um, so we have no context for this other than that that happens. Oh, and the kid also built a snowman in yeah. this, this opening. And there's yeah. coffee beans involved. Yes, inexplicable. Mm-hmm. Which, which will come back also inexplicable. Yeah, oh, so this is all, I, there's already things to dissect, even in that car right? scene. Like, uh, yeah. Um, so yes, we're in, now we're in modern day contemporary times, whatever. With Michael Fassbender and um, a woman disappears, and there's a snowman in the yard. Ooh. And and they're all kind of derpy too. They're all, all so derpy. all the snowmen okay. just out of context are just very funny looking. So these these women start to disappear. There's one who kind of kicks everything off and then there's several more. They're all mothers of of either of children or like were pregnant and have gotten rid of the children. Mm. And uh, Harry Hole is trying to figure out what the connection is. He's got this new partner um, who's a younger woman. Then we also have this like pseudo flashback to not this initial time from the cold open but another point in time with Val Kilmer as an inspector yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> who's also an alcoholic inspector trying to solve a crime mm-hmm. uh who apparently kills himself in his cabin um apparently apparently mm-hmm. 
And then we have uh, who who the hell plays the guy? J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We have J.K. Simmons in the mix as this billionaire who wants to host Winter Games in Oslo. I need pictures of the snowman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he has this weird, like, kind of subplot with young women that he <laughs> that the movie utterly forgets about utterly it just, forgets about it's mentioned he like t- takes a quick pick of some tits and then that's about it that's it's it. never come up yeah, again it, it was never comes explained up. to me in the wikipedia summary but not in the film itself <laughs> yeah we, now when we say it out loud though i wonder if he was supposed to be like a red herring like you thought he was the snowman i mean i think so but we have nothing else to go off of other than that he's like into ladies oh yeah no it's not a good red herring but <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad that's, red herring. Yeah, that's my assumption. Um, yeah. I'm honestly like lost in the fog of trying to remember how this all un- ends up unfolding. But For so sure. I'm just gonna jump right on uh, and tell you that um, the young partner of Harry Hole, I mm-hmm. cannot remember her name either. It's Rebe- Rebecca Ferguson, for the record. Um, mm-hmm. She is the daughter of Val Kilmer's character, right. um, and she ends up also being murdered by the snowman. Um, and she's left for dead in a car outside of Harry Hole's house so that he knows that that's happened uh, because she got too close to what happened I guess sure well yeah because she saw J.K. Simmons uh, taking pictures of that one woman she did but then that's not who killed her so yeah but I I think it uh, and, and also, she was gonna. She she got kind of close to J.K. Simmons and was like, "Oh, come to my room, right?" Yeah, he invited her up to his room, right? And so, and so that's where she was when she's murdered, right? Yeah, I think a big chunk of what was left out was the connection between the snowman and J.K. Simmons. I think so. Yeah, very I think unclear. you are correct. Like J.K. Yeah. Simmons is trying to get the Winter Games and also run a low key sex slave ring. Yes. Yeah. That and is what that is what and that's what Wikipedia told me was the case, but yeah. it is not. I have to say again for the record, this is not explicitly discussed yeah. in the film at all. This nope. reveal never comes; it never happens. Yeah. I assume the person who wrote the Wikipedia summary read the book and was able to like throw us a bone. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah. the movie does not. Yeah, precisely. Uh, so it turns out after all of this that new dad is the kid from the opening, and he is the killer, and he basically is killing women who. Uh, have children of maybe unknown fatherhood who have been in adulterous relationships or who just like slept around and don't know who their kid's dad is. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that is his MO. What this has to do with the guy in the the Uncle Simon in the cold opening, I don't know. Uh, What this has to do with coffee beans, I don't know. Also, why does this motivate him to kill his uh, victims by dismembering them? Yep. Not exactly clear. Oh, yeah. We have not mentioned that. Uh, All of the victims, except for Rebecca Ferguson, and even she's missing a finger, uh, are by and large completely dismembered. Yes. And they are found severed in freezers or wherever they are found. Completely perforated. Completely perforated. Yeah. Um, Pretty gnar. Yes. And he also, when he killed, so he also killed Val Kilmer and he kills uh, J.K. Simmons' assistant. Mm -hmm. uh, And he's staged them both to look like uh, suicides by a shotgun to the head. Um, Both times it's done the exact same way. (laughs) Again, don't know what that MO means or why. Yep. Um, Also, the cops just like drop the ball on both times. uh, Yeah. Because like Michael Fassbender is like, well, if they killed themselves, they'd be like, the blood would be up, up, you know, because you have to. Behind. And the cops are like, prah. Open a closed case. Yeah. It's a suicide. Yeah, maybe yeah. in yeah. Ireland, not here in Norway. 
And then um, uh, Fassbender kills new dad. Yeah. And well, new, uh, dad, new dad kidnaps mom and kid. Ma- yes. Yes. New dad right. kidnaps mom and kid. Oh, and he, he, he plays a quiz game with Fass. Does he? he? He basically tries to do to the kid what was done to him as a kid. Right. Yeah. With like the asking questions and if they, if it's wrong, then yeah. He's threatening to like shave uh, shave off. <laughs> yeah, basically like carve off uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg's head. head. And a yeah. shaver. He's <laughs> got the clippers. And he's like, I'll do it. <laughs> She's gonna have no hair left. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that is the, that is the best I can remember. We watched this movie like a week ago. That's all I can remember yeah, from it. Yeah. It yeah. just like kind of evaporated from my brain. <laughs> Just yeah. like a snowman in the sun. Truly, <laughs> truly. Uh, also, uh, like, why snowmen? Yeah. So, well, I so I assume the snowman and the coffee beans were supposed to be like those are the things that were there when he was traumatized by his uncle that time. Sure. And so, like, it's dumb, but I think that's what the reason for them being there is. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But it still doesn't explain the dismemberment. No. His mom no. drowned. It's, exactly. That's the thing. <laughs> And we don't know whatever happened to his uncle. Like we don't. Yeah. Nope. We like was that involved? Like did he? Was that his first kill? Like did he dismember him? Like yeah. Uh, mm. Is any of that explored? Nope. Yep. Emotionally but, dismembered. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Is is just yeah. There's so clearly like so many scenes missing from this movie. Yes. Yeah. And on the production side, just from from the actual production of the movie, Brad, I think you were. One, both of you probably at some point had said that like during the production of this was a mess because they yeah. could they actually did not shoot a significant portion of the script. Am I correct, correct. in saying yeah, that? Yeah, Amy, you were looking this up. Yeah. yeah. So Thomas Alfredson, uh, who directed it, said basically their shooting schedule was too tight on location, and so they didn't have time to film everything. Yeah. And I don't know why they couldn't have done reshoots and like yeah built in more time if they were maybe committed to a release date and that was it. Uh, I know Fassbender had a really tight turnaround. He finished Assassin's Creed. Two days later, he went and started shooting The Snowman. So maybe he was not available. Mm. I don't know what happened, why they couldn't ever just finish shooting this, but they didn't. (laughs) So that's where we're left. It's it's one of those, like, beautiful, just, like, production trip-ups, to say the least, where it's just, like... In retrospect, you're like, how the fuck did this happen? But yeah. at the time, I guess it's just like one mistake after the other, and it just became a beautiful mess. Yeah, and yeah. maybe they th- maybe they really did think when they were reading the script, like, okay, yeah, we can make this work. Like, if we take all this out, this does make some modicum of sense, which, like, it does, but it also doesn't. It really, it, yeah. Nothing gets explained. Yeah. Right. No, right, yeah. The, like, the, the arc <clears throat> of the film technically, technically is complete in that we mm. have our killer, we have the reveal, he's caught. Da da da. Yeah, sure. But it, nothing's explained. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah. you think about it for even like a, another minute, and you're like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. None of this makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, like yeah. you could put the scene. You could you could take all of J.K. Simmons scenes and put them in any movie, and you'd be just as confused. Yeah, as you are watching the snowman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, if yeah, you were I... watching Lord of the Rings, then it cut to J.K. Simmons like being like, <laughs> "We're trying to get this Winter Games to Norway." You'd be just as like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, as, as you are in the movie it's supposed to be. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it's it's very uh, inscrutable. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's as you as we were saying earlier, it does look nice. There is money behind it, so mm-hmm. it's easy. It's an easy enough watch if sure. you're not using any part of your brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can't. We, sorry, I want before we can't not talk about Val Kilmer. Oh, okay. And the cutting around him. Yes. Oh boy, yeah. So Val Kilmer was suffering from esophageal cancer when this movie was being shot, Brutal. and uh, he had to have all of his lines dubbed. Mm-hmm. Which means that when they shot him, for the most part, you don't see his mouth moving because if you're dubbing that much, it's going to look really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, so most of the scenes where his character is speaking, you see the back of his head. <laughs> yeah, he And it's very awkward. Cut to yeah. whoever he's talking to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, though he wasn't in the movie like nearly as much as I even expected. No, like, they cut he really him down wasn't. to like a yeah. bare minimum. Again, I think yeah. like I wonder if one they even shot a lot of his stuff, and two, yeah, if they were just like, well, this, what are we gonna do? It's unusable. Yeah. It's unusable. <laughs> yeah, and just had to get rid of everything but the barest of bones. And then I wondered too, like, did they know that he had the cancer before they brought him onto the shoot, or did they like, did he sign on and then it's like, oh, by the way, I have cancer and I can't speak properly? No, because yeah. I feel like from a producer's point of view to be like okay yeah Val Kimmer is Val Kimmer but also if you can't talk and you're an actor yeah sorry dude like maybe we need another guy yeah (laughs) like Like, are you even insurable yeah yeah Yeah. like a a potentially terminal illness like yeah like I don't know like it's kind of kind of cold in one sense pun intended um but (laughs) um but at the same time, I, just from a practical point of view. Yeah. And same even like with getting Michael Fassbender. Like if his turnaround time was that tight, like maybe you'd consider getting another actor. But I don't know how the contract situation worked or like at what yeah. point things were signed and whether the wheels were moving and they just had to like go, go, go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like productions, there's so many moving parts in filmmaking that productions can like go to shit so quickly. Yeah. You're deep into it and it's like, well, we just have to dig our way out of this somehow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which clearly this is a case study in that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, but still, like, inexplicable, yeah. like, choices. It's just made. hilarious that it's way more confusing than a talking cat. It yeah. Is. It's, it's so, so much more. So much more. I'm, I'm so much more sold on the idea of a talking cat than I am about this serial killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're much, we're willing to accept a talking cat who can only talk to a human once and they never explain it, but we're just like, okay. Yeah. Also, he might be Jesus. The yeah. cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With his collar of thorns. <laughs> but like in the snowman, we're like, but why? <laughs> why the coffee beans? <laughs> why snowman at all? Uh, <laughs> it's a mess. Yep. And it's not even particularly fun. No, no, that one's skippable, I yeah. would say. Oh, yeah. I, would, I would skip the snowman for, yeah. sure. for sure. Just pick up the book. Just get the book, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I hope so. I mean, it's on my Goodreads list now. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's like it's, it's in the queue. All right, you can oh. come back. Let us know how it is, Dan. I, <laughs> come back for the book podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're start next year. <laughs> um, Broken book podcast. <laughs> but it's like for pretty good books. Yeah, it's yeah. a book club. Yeah, it's a book club. We get Jane Fonda. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great. Uh, I, I almost want to go back to like that opening car scene. Mm-hmm. Or oh, actually, there's there's that sticks in my mind, and there's the other part at the very end of the movie where new dad. The manner in which he dies and the manner in which he's defeated. Is it not that he falls through a hole? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Harry Hole sends him through a hole. Yeah. yeah. He, well, he'd like his mother. He falls through the hole in the ice. Mwah. Like poetry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. Like, it was just like, yeah, his secret that, weapon is, is, is the hole. But like, if you go, but like, even the thematically, it would make more sense for him to get dismembered if that's what you're going for. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or drown your victims. 
Yeah. Pick a motive, serial killer. <laughs> also, how weird was it that Chloe Sevigny showed up to play those twins? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's there's one female victim uh, in the film. Uh, so Chloe Sevigny plays this woman who, like, works on a farm, and you see her, like, dismembering chickens in her yeah. shed. Yeah. And so then she's killed, and then her twin sister shows up immediately after, <laughs> also played by Chloe Sevigny for one scene to be like, she slept around a lot, she was pregnant, she terminated the pregnancy, <laughs> bye, and she's never seen again. <laughs> nope. Yeah, gone. Yeah. Gone. Yeah, why was Finished. she? Why was she? Why was she in the movie? Uh, great question. <laughs> Maybe that's a significant character in the book. Who knows? Probably is. Yeah. I hope you read this book and it is just as confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if this film is verbatim the the novel? That would be because like that'll keep that'll keep wild. my itch going. Like I'll be like I need to know more now. If it's exactly the same as the movie, then I'm like. But well, then why? Yeah. It can't, it can't be. It certainly cannot it can't be. be. Surely not. <laughs> Yeah, it's a mess. And then also at um, what an irresponsible mother off the top. I mean, obviously she's going through a lot of trauma. We're yes. talking about um, the new, new, dad's dad, mom. new dad's mom. But like she wants to kill herself. So she's like, OK, I'm going to put my son in this car with me and we're both going to drive out onto thin ice on this lake. Yeah. And then hopefully I just fall into the ice and my son gets away. Unless she didn't intend for like the son to survive. I guess I hear what you're saying, but I think that like. That felt like this was a recurring thing. I feel like she's been like repeatedly beaten and raped by Uncle Simon. Definitely. So I think at that point, she's probably not thinking. Probably. Probably, not, probably doesn't have a plan. Probably. That's fair. Yeah. 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 That's very fair. Yeah. I feel like she saw the ice and was like, this is it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm just going out. I don't yeah. fucking care anymore. Yeah. My life is shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's fair. Mm-hmm. It's still a weird scene. Very, oh, very, for sure. very and, weird scene. And very unintentionally funny. Like, I was, yeah. I was kind of cackling yeah. the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's so strange because it doesn't like thematically fit. No, the rest of the movie. No, really. and we never get any more of like his history as a child, and like, mm-hmm. no, we you, just... you would think that that would factor in eventually, but it it doesn't. Yeah. We, see, we see some close-ups of the coffee beans, yeah, which become the smiles on the snowman. I think, as someone here mentioned, yeah, yeah, um, but like that's the only connection we see. Yeah, um, I'm still not exactly yeah. sure why he would have chosen snowmen to mark his what his victims like. The property, other well, than the fact that they're in a snowy country and there's snow all the time. Yeah, because you have to wonder: Does she just like tell him, like, "Oh, go outside and build a snowman" every time Uncle Simon comes over to like just keep him out of the house Ooh, while yeah. the violence is happening to See, her? That makes sense. Which would make sense, but as far as we know, this is the first day he's ever built a snowman, <laughs> so like it doesn't. <laughs> it's not clear. It's not clear. Yeah. So I don't know. At least I knew the girl in the co- a talking cat wanted to swim. Right. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew she just wanted to swim. Everyone's motivations were very clear. <laughs> very, very, very simple clear. and very clear. Just yep. wanted to make good cheese puffs and have a good investors meeting. Yep. And yep. this guy's just like dismembering people for no discernible yeah, reason. You, you could take out all the J.K. Simmons stuff and just put in like the history of New Dad and a little bit more Val Kilmer. Sure. Yeah. I think you'd probably have a much more competent movie. But even what was Val Kilmer's role in this film as it is now? Just because, I guess, only to create the connection that his his daughter has some, like, history well, with the snowman. Yeah. He saw the verse victim, right, on that mountain? Yes. yes. So, yeah. like, yeah, exactly. That's But, again, that's the only loose. So he was trying, well, he he was, I think he was trying to find the snowman, and then the snowman got him. Got him. Yeah. yeah. But, again, he's in it so little. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you, I don't know, I feel like you could chop that. Yeah, I think so. I don't so. know. I feel like you could make yep. the story work without it. I think that, yeah, you could have one scene of exposition where she's like, my dad was chasing this guy. I think it might be the same person. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And he 
And I think the the murderer killed him and staged it to look like a suicide because I know he would have never left me like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. That's <laughs> I <laughs> just cleared go. it up in thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas you, Alfredson should have yeah. had you there for script doc. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, <laughs> saved you, saved some of that Val Kilmer budget. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a mess. It's, yeah. a it's mess. Like, and it's like, it's fine. Yeah. Two, it's like, two different movies. But honestly, still bad. I would recommend a talking cat. To Absolutely. more people than I would ever recommend to a snowman. The yes. snowman. A talking snowman. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think that's all of our thoughts on these two wildly different search for the worse. Yeah. As a finale, I think that this kind of works very well because mm-hmm. we, we saw both ends of the spectrum. We saw the low budget, like mm. pure joy, bad movie. Yeah. And we saw the big budget, real slog. Yep. So I think this is actually a very good way to cap it all off. And That's I true. do I do wish we had had one more bizarro Turkish film, <laughs> but alas, we did not. Yeah. No, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, we've got indie versus like Hollywood kind of. Yeah. 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 Crap. Yeah. yeah. I think it Quote unquote crap. Neat, neatly surmises what we have watched over these last almost four years. Yeah. yeah. God. Seriously. Yep. Watch a whole lot of stuff. Just sure have. Really like, proves it. Doesn't matter how much money you have. Yeah. <laughs> bad movie's a bad movie. Exactly. Hell yes. I don't know when the next episode will come out. I guess maybe I don't. Within a week or two of Within this one? Within a week or two of this one, we are going to do two wrap-up episodes for our series finale. We're going to talk about our quest for the best journey. We're each going to pick some favorite episodes, some highlights, and then do the same thing for Search for the Worst. And that will be the end of Broken Picture Podcast, guys. Ooh, yeah. What a journey. Truly. Damn. We put um, out how many episodes? Uh, it'll be like 200 by the time these come out, something yeah. like that. Damn. Heck of a lot. Heck I'd, of a lot. I'd say we, we really cranked them out. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, did a pretty dang good job, we, I'd say. Well, we had our gapless 2017. Yeah. Where we took like three weeks off the whole year. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, no, we were grinding. That was yeah. pretty, that was something. Um, yeah. I guess you could still follow us on social media if you want. I haven't touched our Twitter account in months, but <laughs> we're on there at BPPCast. You can yep. like us on Facebook as Broken Picture Podcast. Sometimes Dan accidentally sends out links on that page. Do you really? <laughs> no, it, okay. There, there's a funny story. We'll go on a quick tangent here. Where, okay, I was on Facebook. I was on, on my computer, so it wasn't even mobile or anything. I was just on my desktop, and I came across this article... <laughs> So about this, there's this like there's this anti-immigration group in Canada called the the Wolves of Odin. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking lame, and they're just like a bunch of just like there's a hate they're group. They're called the Wolves of <laughs> yes. Odin. Yes, yes, and the story the story was Jesus. like the, like the headline of the story was that someone had bought their their don- domain. And then filled it with furry content. Amazing. So just like artworks of just like you know wolf boys oh, and just yes. and whatnot. And yes. so I and so I wanted to share this because I thought it was like this is beautiful. Like this is a beautiful <laughs> troll. And then I shared it to the BPP channel for some reason. Oh, okay. And so for a few minutes there was just like furry content on the BPP channel on the Facebook page. And then about like five minutes later, Amy texted me like, "Did you mean to share a furry article on the BPP channel?" Amazing. I was like, nope, didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Sorry. And so I took it off. <laughs> just a little preview of a future podcast <laughs> Dan's working on. 
Uh, yeah. So that happened. Um, you can uh, email us at brokenpicturepodcast at gmail.com. You can send us furry content. We'll, sure. We'll read it. Yeah. Uh, Not all of us. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Send it to me. Yeah. Send it to me. We won't all read it. <laughs> I will. Um, you can find our all of our back catalog on our website, brokenpicturepodcast.com, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbay, or SoundCloud, basically wherever you get your podcasts from. If maybe for some reason this is your very first episode and you're like, hey, these guys are funny. I'll listen to all of their shit. You can do that. Oh, yeah, um, it's still up there. It's still up there. It probably will be for time and memoriam. Yep. When nothing <laughs> goes away on the internet. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and then just uh, tune in for our final two episodes. Yeah, follow us if for no other reason just to know when those last two epics uh, retrospectives will be out. If nothing else, we've achieved immortality. Yes. Amen. <laughs> we'll live voices forever will live forever. <laughs> Echoing through the intersphere. Yeah, that's a bad word. Yeah, for at least until like until Mark Zuckerberg's like, no, I control the internet now. <laughs> I am your overlords now. Yeah. Give it a couple months. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Hey, anyway, fuck you, Todd. Bye, Todd. Yes. Yep. <laughs> fuck Todd. <laughs>